Hey guys, this is Kenny Omega, and you're listening to the Scrub Club Podcast. Goodbye, smooch, good night, bang. What's up, everyone? Reckless Fox here. Welcome to episode 75 of the Scrub Game Podcast. We are back from E3. By all of us, I mean just me and GC. <laughs> and yeah, this is going to be the po- this is going to be a post E3 um video. We're I mean not video podcast. I am out of it. I am tired. I apologize. But rocking with me tonight is well first my E3 comrade, Mr. Gotcha 15, aka GC. Take it away. Hey, what it do? It's your boy Gotcha on the show. All right, and then we got the Secretary of State X Force Gamer. How's it going? This is X Force Gamer 88 coming to you live. Our military instructor Jen Pink. Guys, I love you all. And 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 the we- our, our expert at weapons and henshin every related stuff. Broken Cabido, take it away. Henshin, omae wa mo shinderu. Nani? It was in my opening comment. I actually got a couple opening comments. I just bought Call of Duty Black Ops 4 for $20, brand spanking new. Shouts my um, shouts to my local video game store, Game Tower, for that. Much appreciated. Um, also, uh, this it's the month of June. Happy Pride Month to every to everyone in the LGBT community. Happy Pride Month. Hopefully, y'all all y'all stay safe. Don't do anything too stupid. And there you go. Um, but with all that being said, we're I'm not even gonna I'm, we're just gonna get right to the nitpick of it. Um, we're not we're not streaming this live on Twitch because I barely just got home. And I am rendering a video right now on Vegas Pro, and it was going to eat up my CPU if I tried streaming it. So we are just recording this podcast, meaning I can edit almost everything out if that's the case. But I'm not going to. Well, some stuff I'm going to edit, like, you know, our government names and stuff. But that's not the point. The point is, we are recording this, so this should be up no later than Sunday, as well as our Godzilla review. And we will be doing part two of the double feature podcast in which we review dark phoenix and i'm gonna say right now i'm gonna need i'm gonna need a drink before i even watch we review that damn movie (laughs) because that double shot tequila jen that double shot tequila that jen had me took drink okay i don't want any more both my friends love the movie you're those are not your friends but okay but until then yo so chat we know you're there is no chat but thank you guys for always continuing to support us and you can always find us on soundcloud because that's where all our stuff's going to be at anyways now you want to get now if you want i understand you know it's like you know what reckless even though you guys are offline i don't want to say anything um but i always say it hurts my feelings because there's no such thing as a stupid question unless you ask her you respond to a really dumb answer so close out don't get fed but as always we understand so We'll take a we'll take an email. So email us at scrollclubgamingbookings at gmail.com. That's scrollclubgamingbookings at gmail.com for any questions, comments, concerns, advice, and business inquiries. We'll do business with you indie folks out there. If you want to find sponsors on Facebook and Twitter, type in Scrollclub Gaming and bam! Scrollclub Gaming is all up in your heart. You can also find us on our YouTube page, Scrollclub Gaming, where all our vlogs from E3 will be coming up very, very soon. GC is currently in the lab, as well as a, a multiple, uh, a set number of interviews that we actually got the chance to do with un- the other indie developers, which we will be talking about as we uh, go forth with the E3 podcast. As well, you can always find us on our company base, soundcloud.com slash gaming. That's soundcloud.com slash gaming. Uh, we're currently working on our, trying to get on Spotify and Stitcher Radio, and we will, we're currently going to be putting up new photos on our Instagram page. So, our Instagram page will be coming up soon. We're just going to, we're going to need someone to uh, be covering that. So, if you feel free to DM us on Twitter if you want to be, you know, that person. Now, you're going to want to hold, get, you want to get a hold of any of us, you want to probably find your boy, Reckless Fox. Twitter, Instagram, the Reckless underscore Fox, YouTube, Reckless underscore Fox, and finally, this ladies gaming content on Twitch.tv slash Reckless Fox. If I'm holding down the South Howard, flexing these Howard style, GC, where can they find you? Oh, uh, you find me on YouTube at Mr. Gotcha13. You find me on Twitch, Gotcha13. You find me on Instagram and Twitter at Gotcha underscore 15. Alright, then, X Force, where can they find you? They can find me at Twitch.tv slash X Force Gamer 88. Jen, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at JenSinaDesGMNFC. And Boken Commodore, where can they find you? You can find me on Instagram at Chrono underscore Justice underscore Cosplay on Instagram, and you can find me on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Boken Kabuto. And we are headed off to the show. Let's get started. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right, and as always, we got. So we're gonna quickly just go through. GC and I will not be talking about our weeks because our weeks will be covered for E3. But for the three of y'all, I'm gonna go start with Jen, ladies first. Jen, how was your week so far? Um, it's going well. Just working. Um, I may work at this legal accounting firm and soon. So I think that's great. Um, right now I'm paying off student loans fast as I can so hopefully I can get my master's degree and get us and you know pass my CPA license but that won't be in the like next two years um and then I'll be a CPA so yeah and for anyone that doesn't know it means like certified public accountant so yeah that's what I'm going through <laughs> hey so I know if we if any of us get into any legal trouble we will get we will come to you anyways um, more like yeah legal accounting it's like it's more like legal firm but they need to do accounting um part of it for court filings and whatnot. Alright, and X-Force, what about you, man? What about me? How's your week? It's been good, actually. Well, today, I was on the, I was on the hunt for uh, for the products I need. Long story short, everything's closed. Everything. Wow. So, yeah, I walk away with nothing. That sucks, man. Oh, well. Hey, so I'm broken comment. What about you, man? <laughs> okay, so Sunday, I got to go to Robo Toy Fest, but I sadly did not get to spend much time with uh, Fox and GC because they had to, like, do a bunch of interviews and then quickly oh, go no. to E3. But that's all good. That's all good. Um, I got to have lunch with Power Director Jack Guzman. Shout out to Jack Guzman. And I got sage advice from a stereotypical angry black guy sage advice i already live by mind you but you know he's still like boy get back over here i'm not done talking and and uh, for the rest of the week i um i've waited to get email response from my teacher who still hasn't replied back even though it's near the end of week two and but on the upside i finally saw captain marvel and by captain marvel i mean the dc captain marvel did i Shazam! enjoy it just I thought it was sale. called Diet. No, that's that's not that's not that. That's that's Dark Phoenix. But we'll talk about Dark Phoenix at a later date. We we gonna get to oh. it. Oh, it, it was under Fox. It's the label says Fox, but we already know. I, I think by that time, it's like it's uh they actually uh, Disney acquired the X Men basically. Yeah, it was, it, it, it was too little, too late. They should, but it's all good anyway. Uh, what can you do? Yeah, I know. There's our damage has already been done, and I don't know how Disney and Marvel are gonna fix it, but hopefully they do because Dark Phoenix was trash. Anyways, to get a fork against uh, uh Bokken for this, this week was the mecca known as E3, the Electronic Gaming Expo. Conferences were in. Everything was lively at the at the convention center. But we're going to talk about the convention center part in a minute. Let's get into these um, conferences. So, the first one up was the Google Stadia. Not much was said about the Google Stadia except, you know, the uh, whole thing with the Pro and stuff like that. Uh, and, you know, um, they, they've already said that uh, they, you can go as low as 10 megabytes of internet, uh, of internet speed. Oh, no, no, 5 of uh, internet speed and so forth and so forth. Um, they've already announced some of the games that will be on. I think the Division Two was all uh, the Division Two, Mortal Kombat 11, Power Rangers Battle for the Grid, uh, Doom Eternal, and a few other games that they named were gonna be on the game servers themselves. Uh, there, uh, then there's the Pro thing, which is 9.99, uh, and then you get the uh, starter edition for 129 dollars. Okay, I want to say this right now. I keep flip flopping about this whole Google Stadia thing. But he, and but after I talked with I, I talked to my brother about this because my brother um knows about the technology. I did there. tell you about the Stadia stuff already. Oh, okay, I already but, saw it right yeah, away. Yes, you did. But I'm going back. <laughs> like my whole thing is like I was angry about it too. But my brother sat me down and he talked to me about it because honestly, Google Stadia could potentially. I'm gonna say this once again. Google Stadia could potentially be good. 
and uh, I, have, I have my doubts. And and here's the thing, before because I'm going, I'm gonna, we're, I'm gonna time this for a good two minutes because I know Xorts and I will go at it about this. But here's the thing: the reason why I'm, I'm still gonna try to give this a chance is because of one thing and one thing only. Okay? Yes, the pro thing is stupid. The, the, the pro starter thing is really, really stupid. Okay? However, I am willing to try this thing because of the fact that I have I cannot compare this to other consoles. Like I understand that people's whole issue is you know the dead zone or around the uh, uh, the dead zone around you know if you were to drive around and you're playing your Google Stadia on like your uh, on on your like your freaking Google Pixel phone. Dude, and stuff this like is that. only viable in Europe, so the audience has to be European for this uh, for this context. Okay, okay, facts, but at the same time. We have to, we can't judge it until it comes out, and we have to judge it I'm as- I was talking about like the infrastructure alone. It's going to be heavily on, on the Europeans' favor and the Asia's. The, on the, for Americas, we are out of luck in that case. And same thing with other third world countries as well. So we do not have the internet infrastructure to make it happen. Right, but at the same time, I'm talking about just America as a whole. But, um... But what I'm saying is this: How can I try to judge this thing if it hasn't came out yet? Like I'm judge, I'm judging it more as Look a gamer. The... No, no, but hear me out, dude. Hear me out. I'm saying that because okay, of the fact fine. that I'm, I'm saying I'm saying this because of the fact that we can't judge it. Like we're trying to judge this as like it was a console and stuff like that. It's not really a console. And it's not I'm, a console. It's a service. Right. And I think if. How, many, how should I put it? But brother said the exact same thing. My brother said this, and I'm trying to remember what he said because he actually makes perfect sense about this. It's that as gamers, we're gonna judge this thing, but at the same time, it's like, how can but how gamers can we... are entitled as hell? That's a problem. Yeah. They want everything. And you that's know you problem. gotta and you know you gotta apply that logic to all things. That's yeah, that's what was, and that's what I was trying. To, that thank you, GC. That's what I was trying to say. If we're gonna judge this thing, like, like we have to judge wait, every. Wait, wait, Go ahead. wait, wait, wait. Think before you about to answer. Dragon Ball Evolution. Damn it, GC! You, you because you said that, I lost my train of thought. Jesus Christ! Anyways, God child. Let's move on then. The point of the matter is, I'm gonna wait until the Google Stadia comes out before you make any types of judgments about it. But the conference itself was trash. Okay, but thank you. I didn't say anything. Yeah, like I said, move on. Anyway, so I'm just going to say. Anyways, I'm going to give my thoughts so, on the Stadia, the Stadia. I'm still going to maintain my stances on the merit of not just as a gamer, but on a business on the business front as on the same time. Now, as a gamer, it's only going to benefit European countries and and the Oceania countries, basically the Japanese, the Koreans, and the China and the Chinese and such. Those <laughs> those will be benefited the most from the Google Stadia as a in terms of and as americans we do not have the internet infrastructure to have a stable connection hell we have still areas where there's no internet even in america at the moment right especially in the central america uh, in the central states i mean well even if you have 5g now as a gamer though this is actually this is pretty bad in terms of the experience because lag simple as that it's all about the lag that's going to cause major problems. Right, right. Gamers. On top of that one, this is this. On top of that one, we are not ready for cloud gaming as a whole, where we do not have the proper infrastructure. As I said, as a global, we do not have a proper infrastructure for it. And business wise, Google has a bad track record of projects, they have a really bad track record of it. So those in combination of what we have is gonna fail, based I, on both track record and the tech and the and the technology is not ready for it. I would say this: you you, you are absolutely right when it comes to that. But here's the thing, though, Google because you're, you're thing, being hopeful. No, yeah, I do, damn right I am. Okay, but at the same time, it, my, but my whole thing is this: because of the fact that Google be realistic. Because listen to me: because of the fact that Google has people it has other developers and publishers and companies backing this and they have kept this thing secret for i don't know god knows how long they've been keeping this secret maybe what two three years now no because they probably the online there's, a, they probably there's incentive the, you know, about it you want to know why why i'm telling you about the incentive 
Google can get more data off of us. It's a it's a win situation for Google. And if they give analytics to the game companies involved with it, it's also a win for them. On top of that one, if they price it just right, the people would um, the people would go for it. And not only they'll get data, they'll also get money as well. So, so basically, in the end, this is this is uh, is driven by financial incentive as well as Google data mining everyone. Yep. But here's the thing, and but here, but here, here's where that actually could work. Look at the amount. I, I'm gonna say this because of the fact that I have someone in my house who does this. Okay. There are people. Okay. There are people that I know who who are actually who cannot afford games. That's yeah. number one. That's yes. That's number one. Number two. I, I'm right ahead of you. N- okay, and number two, obvi- they don't have time to like buy a console and stuff like that because there are people who have kids and there are people who have jobs, and obvi- and I, I would. Raise, I'm aware of it. So obviously. I'm fully aware of it. And obviously, this would help when it comes to like trying to um, make money. Or this would help with making money as well as these are for these would be for people. Microsoft that... already beat them to a punch, though. Microsoft already beat them to a punch. Yeah. And I do have that. I do have to ask too. See, uh, due to the Google Stadia, three things. What will happen to the consumer if one, they two, if they get banned? Or three, developer shuts down. I ain't hear the first one. What'd you say? Hey, so, okay, okay. Here's a problem. Here's a misconception. What everyone is saying, you're you're treating games as a good in this particular context of this decade. It is technically a service. It's a service. Now uh, they classify it as a service instead of a goods. So the different rules apply to it. So yeah. And the problem is, it's anti-consumer in general. So doesn't so if the oh, shuts down, you're out of luck because you you bought in on the service, not a good. Basically, what X Force is saying is like the difference between, uh, say, for example, buying a hard copy of Bayonetta, for example, copy. versus uh, buying uh, or like getting a Titanfall, for example, because like. Because, like, at some point, the game Titanfall is unplayable because it's strictly uh, multiplayer. And, like, and at some point, like, uh, PS3, like, if the game came out on PS3, I don't remember, uh, uh, the PS3 servers will shut down and you won't be able to go use online services on the PS3. So you have an exp- uh, a, a piece of expensive silicon uh, instead of an actual game. Uh, that's assuming if you bought a hard copy of Titanfall. However, Bayonetta, on the other hand, like because like it's a single player game, it's like it is a good, not a uh, not a. It's still um, a service by yeah. technicality. Yeah, yeah. Like but the multiplayer as a, But for the sake of pur- for the sake of uh, purposes, at least you keep the copy of it. Yeah. Because, uh, yeah, you, you own it. Yeah. Well, for the sake uh, for the sake of uh, for the sake of convention, but yeah. if the if it's a good. Now liable of any any imperfections as such, which is why they claim it as a service instead. So while you may feel like it's a good, it's still a service in based on modern wording and and other stuff. Plus, it does not help with the with the end user license agreement that they make sure that you understand that they can do anything and they can do everything and anything to the game itself. Without any notice, and can, and just do whatever with it. Whatever it shuts down or something like that, they could do whatever with uh, they want with the game itself. Because you technically don't own it. You you are only you are only allowed to you only you're got permission to play it. If that makes any sense. So the argument with the goods and uh, the goods and services, like they're trying to say that games are like that, is. <laughs> n- it's a moot point. The law says it's a service. End of story, basically, with that front. I'm just ending that particular dumb argument right here, right now. Even though I hate uh, hate it as a whole, I'm just saying. Okay, I'm just putting, um, I'm um, just are you it done? Yeah, I'm. I just finished. All right, so thank you. I, I just, I just went on. I just went on that one because a lot of people mistake their games as goods. It's not a good. 
by the oh, law. Oh no, we're not saying we're not. I'm not saying by any chance this is a. They're good. Yeah, but for those who have misconceptions in the first place, right? Overall, saying. like I said, I, I, we're looking at the conference. The conference is boring, and honestly, there was not much said other that we already knew about, and we already knew it was gonna go pro. Uh, There's gonna be like a pro service, so. Um, I gave it a D when I watched it, so I don't know what everyone else gave it. Did anyone else watch the Google Stadia conference? Or I, just can, me? I can care less about it because I already know what they're gonna say. On top of on top of my uh, of you just confirming my prediction on it, you already you already confirmed it for me because you've been there. Right. All right, and then let's go so, to the yeah. EA, let's get the EA's uh, EA Plays conference. Okay, we're not gonna talk about this too much. All, all the only games that honestly anyone should care about the new Star Wars game just got um and it's coming out what later this year or next year, and um FIFA 20 is coming and they're putting back they're putting FIFA Street back into it. Other than that, there's nothing much else. Jen, I, does your do your brothers play FIFA by any chance? No. No. How about they Star Wars? For, oh. Little kids play Fortnite. Oh, oh god! I, 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 I could go on a and rant. So, uh, and you want to know? You want to know something? Hip hop and rap celebrities even promote that game. They even had a summer block party. Oh, oh no! Oh, I know! I know! There was a look, look like this. Look, look like this. There was a Fortnite party <laughs> at E3, and GC and I saw it. I think Erica Ishii was wow. there too. Unfortunately, and Erica Ishii, if you're listening to this, how you doing? Um, she was there. She was um there because they were doing a fort. I think they were doing like a mini Fortnite tournament while we we're at E3 as well. But we'll talk about that when we get to our thing. But overall, there really is nothing. Uh, they showed off season, the season two of Apex Legends, which gave you a new game mode, um, the Elite Squad. Like expansion packs. Yeah, and, and it was just expansion packs. Um, honestly, I gave that that crap a D as well. It's not worth it. I might. I look. The, just check out the new Star Wars game, Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order. It actually looks pretty good. It looks like a better version of um the Force Unleashed, and I'll leave it at that. Now let's get to the actual conferences, which was the following day. But a quick aside, a Go quick ahead. aside, what Jen said earlier about uh, kids playing Fortnite, I cannot stress that enough because I work at a party store, and the and my biggest uh, issue, like with working there, is that every time a kid asks, uh, like the most com- the most frequently asked question by kids is, "Do you have any Fortnite stuff?" And oh we my don't. God. Yeah, by, by the way, uh, by the way, I was about to buy a Fortnite Nerf gun. You're fired. All right. Overwatch. But, all right. So, <laughs> no, so, all right. Let's all Bethesda. Uh, uh, I demand an apology. Uh, oh, not not just an apology, nigga. Who, whoever's hype, I don't know who's hype man was there, but whoever's hyping up the Bethesda announcements <laughs> at the you conference. Know, Bethesda oh yeah, Bethesda paid I need I, someone. I need. This guy these... was so excited. It's amazing. It's like, yeah. I think woo, he was paid. Woo, There's no way woo, anyone would yeah, be right? that excited. Yeah, woo, they were paid. Right? He got paid. Woo, 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 woo. Yeah. And then I, I wish he just. I wish he go to other students. Like, whoa, whoa. No. I'm, <laughs> I wish he did that. Honestly. GC and I watched the conference at his place. GC will tell you hands down. I almost fell asleep watching that thing. He can tell you I almost. Oh, honestly, that was pretty funny. It wasn't until they mentioned Fallout 76, and all of a sudden you hear people cheering for Fallout 76, and I'm over here like, I'm sorry, but Have almost you a year actually ago, played? you played it. <laughs> Uh, no, 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 no. I thought you were, like, rhetorically asking them, have you guys even played Fallout No, 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 no. It's not just that. It's, I'm sorry. Wasn't this, wasn't, like, what, back in November where everyone in the entire gaming industry was crucifying Fallout 76? No, no, no. This, for... this is what happened. You want to know what happened? No, no, no. Hold on. Go ahead. They got, paid. they got bought out. Again, bought. again, again. Fallout 76 was crucified, bro. We, you, we all covered no, it's a, it's it when it career, happened. It's a career ender, honestly. How in the... Why were people cheering? Like, this is... Like, dude, this entire crowd at Bethesda was way more two-faced than the than wrestling fans cheering for Vince and booing him at the same damn time. This was an... This crowd... I don't know. 
if they were bipolar, if they had multiple personalities, sort I don't know what was going on. Told the you they were paid. Here's the thing though. Even they if they were paid, like, nigga, it's how did... It's basically lukewarm, you know, lukewarm in their case. Okay. They're not exactly unsigned for it. Keep that in mind. Nigga, you, it was, uh, I mean, uh, to, to that dude who was cheering like, like he just won the lottery uh, will tell you otherwise. Woo! 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 The entire time, it was like it was like you listen to that Sponge SpongeBob cheering no, this is what, this in the what movie. This is, this is what happened. He got he got set on repeat with a soundboard. Pretty, that's what happened. That's a good that's a good one. But anyways, Fallout seventy six. They talked about how there's gonna be a battle royale for um mode coming soon, which you know because battle royale games oh are a big thing God. now. Yeah, yeah. Give me new no, expansion it's not packs. a big thing. Uh, just, there's gonna be N there's gonna be hold, there's gonna be NPC interaction. Apparently, they were hyping this up. We have NPC interactions. I'm like, nigga, why didn't you have dude, NPC dude, interactions? That's supposed to, begin to be with? standard for RPG games. That's supposed to be standard. There were so many announcements. There were plenty of announcements for this thing, but honestly, I could care less. Todd Howard need Todd Howard seriously needs a reality check because no, it's not just Todd Howard. It's just overall. The company needs to re No, Todd Howard uh, specifically. No, no, no. Not just that, but Todd Howard specifically. Because this nigga legit went on stage. Like, it was okay. Like, they were doing a good job. Like, nigga. 76 no, was your... Was 76 damage We're not blaming on one person. If it's... Okay, here's the thing. I'm not going to blame it at one person anymore. I'm just blaming it on the entire company for letting it, the whole thing happen. Fine. At this point. Fine. He's just a, he's just a base of it. That's all it is. Just blame the entire thing because they let that whole thing, uh, the whole shit hole happen. Keep that. I'm bit, so yeah. What I get what you mean. Anyway, um, they also announced more about Elder Scrolls Blades. Hey, Jen left. Damn it. Never mind. Um, they announced more about Elder Scrolls Blades or something like that. They announced some mobile games. Like, like uh, this is where I fell asleep. I honestly could care less until they mentioned the new games so you they mentioned doom eternal because doom eternal comes out uh november 22nd fall um oh uh, not follow um another good game no an uh, actual game uh wolfenstein young blood and, and i'm and i'm doing the game on young blood uh, that game's coming out soon which i actually got the chance to play at e3 very fun game and they announced two new game two new ips we got Ghost of Tokyo, which looks very interesting, and it um, is that done by uh, cool. Tango Gameworks, who worked on Evil Within 1 and 2. And honestly, oh. the, my game that I'm actually very, I'm anticipating the most is Deathloop, which... Um, Deathloop, really? Deathloop looks really good. So pretty much the story is this, you have two characters... Uh, who are who are trying to kill one another, uh, but and they're trying to break the cycle because every time one dies, they come back to life. Think of it like it's it's kind of like Hawkman and Hawkgirl <coughs> from the DC universe, except and, and but they just keep waking up in a different timeline or something like that. But this one is like you live, you die, you live again. It's pretty much um Edge of Tomorrow meets um Looper meets um groundhog day meets legends of tomorrow's hawkman and hawk girl and it looks really good but yeah doom but doom eternal looks sick like i'm actually excited for that one but overall the first two thirds of that conference were just god awful i will say that right now um gc because of you and i go ahead but we already know that e3 this year is just going to be a it's not, not going to be good this year well, because everyone's abandoning it. Well, uh, we'll talk about that in a minute. We'll talk about that when we get to the end. Uh, but GC, you, you, we, we talked about this when we uh, looked at reactions. What, what were your thoughts on the uh, re um, Bethesda conference? No words. <laughs> Boken and X Force, did you guys manage to watch the Bethesda conference? Was it? I preferred not to watch it. Okay. Uh, did you watch the Bethesda conference, X Force? What was your thoughts? Didn't bother. Uh, didn't bother watching the uh, finishing it. Okay. Well, uh, like I said, aside from the, the 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 four games I just said that they announced or showed more stuff on, 
I gave uh, look I gave this conference I'm gonna give this conference a D minus and the only like I would have on I was at a D plus but after talking about it and after realizing how full of crap Bethesda was during this conference I the, the only reason why I am not giving them a straight up F is because Moshi from G from Game and Illumin from former member of Game and Illuminati was in the Bethesda um that little Bethesda um reel where they showed like all the people and stuff like that and how like some of the games really inspire uh, like games you know uh they really really enjoyed Moshi was there and you know what I, I just gotta say Wakanda forever and I'm doing the thing the dance because good job Moshi good job man good effing job man hope and I hope you get more uh commercials like this bro for real. But other than that, yeah, it gets a D minus. Uh, GC, what, what what do you give it? Uh, in other words, when I say no words, that's pretty much range between a D and an F. So an F. Okay, fine. Anyways, all right, and y'all, I already know you guys didn't watch it, but let's get to a good one. So for let's me, get them. For, for me, it's like not applicable because they're not worth watching. I know which one is worth watching, and that's the Microsoft conference. The Microsoft conference this year was actually oh, this good. Had, that's actually interesting. Surprisingly. Yeah, this, this conference was actually good. It wasn't as good as, the, as last year's. What's good, y'all? Reckless Fox. Now, before we continue the podcast, I just want to let you guys know right here that for some reason, Spectrum, my internet connection, decided to go kaputs on me. So we actually had to try and find another way to record it. So thankfully, shouts to Pokemon Kabuto. Pokemon Kabuto actually was able to record the rest of the podcast via Streamlabs on his end. So with that being said, I will say right now, the quality of audio in the next half of the show is not that good. So I do apologize for that. However, we will do better next time and hopefully, just hopefully, Spectrum will get their crap together. So until then, well, enjoy the rest of the show. What was I? Alright, but other than that, Ubisoft's thing was, uh, I, g- I, g- I gave it a C, honestly. It, there really wasn't that much to look at, but, uh, Watch Dogs Legion does look good, and like I said, Ghost Recon, Quarantine looks good, um, and Breakpoint looks good, but other than that, and Brawlhalla, I mean, you know, it's cool to see that they're adding Adventure Time characters, but other than that, it just, it, it was honestly, it, that conference itself was a disappointing this year. Uh, it was a disappointment. Uh, <laughs> see what about you, man? What's your thoughts? Uh, and what's your sc- what's your score? Uh, pretty much nothing really. As when it comes to presentation, especially when it comes to gameplay, like, like I said, there's you know breaking point, which is you know a new uh, uh, installment, you know, to you know the go- the uh, Tom Clancy series. Um, Ghost, I mean, uh, Rainbow Six, pretty much. Was that more like, you know, like expansion pack? What, uh, Rainbow Six Siege or Rainbow Six Quarantine? Quarantine. Quarantine, I think it's, I believe it's gonna be a new game. It's gonna be a new game on zone. Okay. Uh, I mean, that's pretty much just it and everything. Well, overall, I just gave it, gave it a seat. It's like, there's nothing really there that pretty much caught my attention, especially besides uh, the Ghost Recon. Uh, and then with the time, it's kind of like, whatever. Right, right. And um, did you get a chance to check the uh, conference out, Boken? Um, a little bit. Uh, 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 Breakpoint uh, looked interesting. But you know what I would have been more excited for? What? Point Break. Oh my god. Yeah. Actually, but in hindsight, I would love to see like some video games based on Patrick Swayze movies. Not gonna lie. <laughs> Okay, Square, Square actually did a pretty good job this year. Okay. Yeah. They the first thing they did, they showed up the Final Fantasy gameplay. They gave a little tutorial on what they're gonna be doing, what changes they made, and stuff like that. Uh, I actually like it. Looks, yeah, it looks great, and, and I can tell you now, it plays great too. And we'll because uh, me and GC actually got a chance to play the demo to it. It's a completely different game. I'm very happy for them. I'm very happy that this game is finally coming out. So that way, Juice can shut the hell up about Final Fantasy VII. <laughs> I'm joking, but no. On the real though, I am actually gonna buy the game. Like this game does look good. Like I was very impressed on what I saw from Final Fantasy VII. Um, they also announced that Final Fantasy um, Crystal Chronicles is getting a remaster, and it will be available on all platforms, including um, Android and Apple I- and the uh, iPhone, and uh, it'll also be available on Nintendo Switch. So. 
I can't wait to play that game because I didn't get a chance to play one of those on the GameCube. And they also announced that Final Fantasy VIII will be remastered and it will be and it is coming out, I believe, later this year. If I'm corrected, um, they also showed off more about Dragon Quest 11, Dragon Quest Builders 2. They showed a little bit more of um, that stupid Final Fantasy card game, um, Brave Fencer Musashi, whatever the hell that game is called. They showed off the expansion pack to Kingdom Hearts 3, and then they sh they uh, ended the show with Avengers, the Avengers game that they had talked about since two years ago. The trailer itself. Graphically, these characters did not look good. Uh, they also showed some of the uh, voice actors. So you saw Lo Nolan North, you saw Troy Baker, you know, your, your go-to guys for every video game at this point. You saw Laura Bailey and a few other people, and then they talked about the game and all that stuff. It was whatever, so yada, yada, yada. Overall though, I would say this, Square Enix of all the conferences they've had in the past few years, Okay, I'm going to say this. I thoroughly enjoyed the segment on Final Fantasy VII. I like the improved graphics. I like that it's actually, like, hack and slash instead of, like, a uh, turn-based RPG. Um, let's see. Uh, I, I like I like how they, like, uh, improved the graphics for, like, all the characters, especially for uh uh for my favorite black guy with the uh gatling gun on his hand and and the uh, f uh fist of fury beauty uh by the way controvert uh, to quickly address the controversy surrounding uh tifa guys shut the hell up and enjoy the game or just don't play it okay interestingly enough there are actually two sides to this controversy one side says Tifa's boobs are too small and complain that this is because of SJW censorship. To them, I say uh, she's wearing a sports bra, so, like, if you know sports bras, they compress your boobs. And to the other side, they say that her boobs are still too big. To them, I say, look, you're just jealous. If you really say, if you really believe that that you should accept your body as it is, accept your own body as it is don't try to make other people's bodies look like yours make your body look the way you want your body to look and accept it like you say you want to that's all i have to say on that uh beyond that big or small i don't, not just about her tits but uh tifa looks beautiful all around like her face looks more attractive than she, than it was in the original game and so does the rest of her body i don't care i just uh for i finally want to play final fantasy 7 and i really hope it's on the uh, it'll be available on the switch and same with final fantasy 8 because those are the two games i want to play the most in the final fantasy series except for except in Final Fantasy XIV, they do have the Garo armor, which I would love to be able to use in those two games, because I don't want to play Final Fantasy Online. Right, right. Um, well, that's cool. Oh, also, I <laughs> forgot. Octopath Traveler is now on, on Steam. Uh, Last Remnant Remaster is, gonna be is now available on the Nintendo Switch. Um, the Final Fantasy Remaster will be on the PS4, Xbox, Switch, and PC later this year. Crystal Chronicles Remaster will be on the PS4, Switch, and mobile games this winter. Um, and Dragon Quest 11 will be out in the fall. There's a couple new, new games they also announced. Um, Freaking uh, Saga Scarlet Grace Ambitions is coming to both PS4, Switch, and um, PC. Um, Romancing Saga 3 will be out for all major platforms, including the Vita. Um, and Trials of Mana will be coming out soon as well. And that being said, now, also there's a new game called Outriders, which they really like, go too much into detail about, but it's whatever. And now let's get to the cream of the crop. Let's talk about Nintendo. Now, I'm happy to say that the bet is still on. <coughs> GC did not win, and he isn't going so to. So far, the two, and he won't. The two, 
thank you. The two new characters that they announced for the new season of Smash Brothers um, Ultimate is Home Dude from uh, Dragon Quest XI, as well as Banjo Kazooie from the Banjo Kazooie games, which was a, honestly a surprise, not that much a surprise, but I was really happy to see them for two things. One, with Banjo Kazooie, it started the N64, it, it found its way home back to Nintendo. Number one. Number two, um, once again, GC, Sora and Goku are not coming to Smash. They're too damn OP. Especially not Goku. And, and, and you cannot have Sora without Donald, Mick, uh, Donald and Goofy. Like, it's been pointed out. Uh, I'm glad to hear this coming from your mouth that you do recognize that they are OP. I've been said they're OP. There's no reason for them to be in the game. Yeah, even Bayonetta got nerfed like three times when she came out for uh, the 3DS and Wii U. No, I'm basically referencing that one dude that says that Sakama is the strongest person in the universe. Yes, he is uh, human. He's the strongest human in the universe. Well, you think he could be toilet on Yasha? Oh yeah, he Saitama was dead. Nigga, Saitama would kill Yamcha in like a second. Yamcha's weak. Magic Carp would kill Yamcha in a second. My tr the tree in my backyard would kill Yamcha. Are you know the crazy thing is, you know, like years back, the jump with her killer, like you know, especially with King Forstar, the jump with her killer, like killer was weak, and now it's transitioning to Yamcha. No, yeah. no, it's not about Krillin being weak. It's about Krillin getting owned. Yeah, Krillin got owned. He 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 was unfortunately killed because Frieza needed to kill another bald man instead of you know going to go kill another bald man like I don't know like Zordon or something like that. He Krillin was like the, the closest bald guy he can kill. He he if he's not racist towards Namekians and niggas, I, I mean Saiyans, then obviously he has a thing about how he how he hates bald people. I'm just saying. Also also for the record, Frieza did impale uh, Krillin with his own horn and then kept twisting his horn against his wound and Krillin still survived that exactly and Krillin also killed Cell also Krillin slept with the blondie that kicked uh, Vegeta's Suhari Super Saiyan ass also announced that uh, the new game uh, Astro Chain will be coming out this <laughs> year, which I'm very happy about. Um, what else did they announce? They also announced that there's a brand new Legend of Zelda game in the works at this very moment. Um, Luigi's Mansion 3 will be coming out soon, as well as a bunch of uh, The Witcher 3 is going to be finding its way to the Nintendo Switch, which I'm actually, it's actually pretty cool, because I know a lot of people who want to uh, play that on the Switch. Uh, they show up more of uh, Marvel Ultimate Alliance The Black Order, uh, Super Mario Maker 2, the new Animal Crossing game, which, again, who cares? Actually, no, I'm not going to say that, because I know a lot of people who do care about Animal Crossing for some odd reason. Uh, but yeah, Astro Train comes out November, uh, August 30th. Luigi's Mansion comes out in, uh, later in 2019, later this year, 2019. Uh, Pokemon Sword and Shield, they went in more about that. Both those games come out November 15th. And I will say, you already know Black Twitter went on a rampage when they saw the new Black Chick in Pokemon. And most of, most of the Black cosplayer community of women want to cosplay this right now. I don't blame her. She she she's kind of cute. I'll say that right now. What about that one from uh, from Sun and Moon? No, no man. Did you see, have you seen the new character? Yes, I have. Okay. I'm just saying I haven't seen enough cosplay or stuff that black chick from Sun and Moon. Okay, GC, GC says he has to go. We're gonna finish this up real quick because we're almost done. Legend of Zelda uh, Link's Awakening comes out uh, in a couple of months, as well as I'm looking at this more of this notes. Animal Crossing comes out um in 2020 uh what do you call no more heroes 3 got announced which i know a lot of people are excited about and that game comes out in 2020 um dragon quest uh 2 dragon quest builders 2 uh, more love for that uh fire emblem game of thrones edition uh, i mean three houses comes out uh next month and so forth and so forth. Uh, and as I said, the biggest takeaway is the fact that they're making a brand new Legend of Zelda game. So, GC, thoughts? Go ahead. And what's your rating? Uh, did you get the chance to uh, check the... Did you get the chance to take, uh, get the Nintendo Press Conference, uh, okay? That's the one I actually stay for, no matter what. I'm, I'm going to take a wild guess. I'm, I'm going to give my grade real quick. This, this conference is an A. 
It did everything, and it was short, to, and it was to the point. My only problem, the reason why it's not an A+, plus, actually, it's an A- minus for me. The reason why it's not solid A is because of one thing, one thing only, and I'm pretty sure, bro, can you and I both agree, where the hell is Bayonetta 3? Thank you. If Bayonetta, if Bayonetta 3 showed up at the conference, I would have given this conference an S rank. <laughs> but yeah, that one, um, I mean, again, I, I'm not, I, I honestly wanted to see if there was going to be an oh. update Metroid Prime 4. Go ahead. Oh, uh, I just remembered, I was actually, I actually wanted to talk about this uh, when I brought it up in the meeting room. Um, yeah, I actually, um, uh, Platinum Games actually addressed, uh, the fact that, uh, there wasn't a Bayonetta 3 presentation, and they said, and they said that it's because they are still hard at work in developing the game, and they don't, and, like, as it is, uh, they feel like they're not ready to show anything worthwhile yet, so, um, so they actually want to have more time to actually develop something really good and present something that is still, like, mediocre, at, 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 considering where it is right now. So, so they said, and, um, paraphrasing, uh, the person interviewed was, us, us being silent just means that we are hard at work at this. So don't worry, the game will come out. Right, right. But, uh, but yeah, so overall, I gave it an A. I, I liked it. Um, I really wish that they had talked about maybe like trying to bring in skill balance. <laughs> there's already rumor mills, there's already talks of Nintendo wanting to get skill balance and making Nintendo exclusive and have them finish it on their console. Uh, I really would like to hear at least a a little update on Metroid Prime 4. You only have to show it. Just tell me if the game, how the production of the game is going thus far. Something like that. I would have been okay. I been just okay a brief update. Yeah, just a brief update. Brief updates are okay. Uh, I really want Ellen to watch it. I'm joking. <laughs> but uh, overall, though, I enjoyed the conference. Yeah. Like, I had a lot of reaction to it because um, it, it was a, it was um, but uh, because I was actually coming down to LA to to go to E3 and it's still at GC's place, so I didn't get the chance to watch. I actually watched it the next day after I came from the Twitter party. But uh, what, what grade would you give it, okay? Uh, I would give it a solid A. Like I said, I'd give it an S if we got some updates on Bayonetta. Again, minor updates would have been appreciated. But I get, but at least they they more or less did give us an update, just not at the conference. So so thank you, Platinum Games, for you know like letting us know uh, off screen. Um, let's see, excited for uh, Sword and Shield because I was really worried about certain mechanics for Sword and Shield, and, and I feel both more nervous. But it, but in a way where I am super excited. Uh, let's see. Uh, ba like I, I was surprised Banjo and Kazooie. Actually, even more than Banjo and Kazooie, I'm surprised that someone from Dragon Quest actually became uh, one of the DLCs. But also, I'm surprised they did more than one DLC for the announcement. Uh, let's see what else is there. Um, I really hope Final Fantasy 7 VII and 8 are both for Nintendo Switch. I hope that uh, there's one other game I really hope is for Nintendo Switch. Oh, Cyberpunk, that would be great if it was um, Nintendo Switch, because, like, let's be honest, I don't have a PS4. But, or an Xbox One. Or an Xbox One, so, you know, like, I would love some, some, and, and I hate how, like, some games that I really want to play are on those two systems, but not on the Switch, but, you know. Oh, I heard that there's going to be, um, I heard, uh, not from, uh, I don't know if it's from... E3, but I heard that at some point they're gonna do Spiral Trilogy for uh, Switch. If that's true, I'm excited for that because, because like when I got, uh, I was really upset when I found out that Spyro is not on the Switch, but uh, Crash Bandicoot is. That is stupid. <laughs> I know. Like you may as well have both, you know, for the Switch. But thank God we are gonna get both. I can't wait to play Spyro on Switch. <laughs> overall, and that, that was all the conferences. Now let's talk about like the overall like vendor vendor as a whole. So unfortunately, GC had to leave because he actually had to go to work. But I can talk about it. So I talked tell about, me about I talked the about screaming my... guy. Oh, okay. So 
real quick before you get into it um i want to say this right now to the individual at the at the bandai namco booth that was playing code vein uh i don't know if you were listening to this but look dude i understand you know you you beat up boss and stuff but i want to tell y'all what this nigga did this nigga freaking was like, <laughs> screaming at the crew like yeah uh, and he's sticking his tongue out and this nigga is like trying it's like it looks like he's making a scene i thought someone was getting hurt but no he was just screaming and shouting like, yeah uh, uh, and you saw and you and if you saw my video on ig i didn't get everything but i got the remnants of him like that way it's like yeah 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 and i think i saw a cute girl like near him and she was like cringing like i like I, you could see in her face Dude, it was so bad. Like, I almost got alive. Like, dude, what is your problem? It's not. It's not that serious. It's like shut it down. It's like, like it's like you got this cute girl next to you. Like, like, act like more appropriate. The funny thing is, I'm gonna get into it. This actually leads into me going to E3. So, my army exile, who's one of the original members of the Struggle Game Podcast, who will be coming back very soon. I just actually I actually talked to him about it. He actually wants to do a, a game review for the channel. He wants to review a, a game he just finished on there. Um, me and him were talking, and he said this. Um, when we were texting each other, he's like, I cannot be the only good-looking person here. I'm like... You're, you're right, you're not, because I'm not there yet. He's like, oh, man, we, like, Team Lotskin, nigga, we gonna, we gonna be ro- rolling through the E3 floor getting all these girls. I'm like, this nigga right here, if you don't stop that, boy. But no, like, I, I, said, this on, I said this on Twitter, and I'll say it here. Overall, this year's E3, going to e, like going into the, um, you know, the convention center and everything like that, yes, is very, is vastly different compared to last year's, because... Sony, uh, because the three, three of the biggest boots that uh, were at E3 were Sony, that's all, were um, Square and Ubisoft, the Fortnite booth, and the Nintendo booth. And the Nintendo booth is all in West Hall. After that, that's it. Like, the, the, every other booth is, like, either medium-sized or, or just small. And, like, at one point, if you go to the South Hall, the other side of the South Hall is just straight empty. Wow. It wasn't as packed as it was last year. And then in the West Hall, almost the exact same thing. Um, and I'll say this. The South Hall had a lot more stuff that you can buy. Like, you, know, like those, you know those big loot boxes that with like a bunch of goodies and stuff yeah. like that? There were more of those in the South Hall. And, and like t-shirts and stuff like that over there. Um, the West Hall actually had a lot more stuff in that. And the Indiecade, which is a lot of the indie games that are coming out, and like all the indie developers are there, were actually on that side. Or we actually, and I actually got to interview one of the guys from Paul Mega. Uh, the guy who is one of the, one of the creators of Paul, the Paul Mega console, where you can actually work towards all Genesis games, all Saturn games, all Super Nintendo games, regular Nintendo games, uh, PlayStation games, stuff like that. Yeah, it's a multi console. It's really cool. That is awesome. Um, yeah, and then uh, 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 but from that, dude, like, yeah, it just was empty. Like, and honestly, every every game that they showed the conference was there that they that they announced stuff was in, majority of them were like they they were hands off demos like. Remastering it, and a chance to play um, 
the Rage 2, even though it just came out, but it came out around the exact same time E3 was about to start, so I actually got a chance to be on And I got a chance to play a new game called Biomutants. Biomutants looks really, really good. It's a brand new original IP. Um, you, you play as what Sounds like a Chuck Norris movie. Which one? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's where. Yeah, that's that's how we had. Uh, what's it called? The uh, Street Fighters uh, at my old store. You mean the one from Chuck E. Cheese? Yeah, the one you tried to destroy Death Star, that one. Oh my god. I can't wait for next Christmas. Yeah. So, and by next uh, Christmas, I mean like working at the store for next Christmas when we bring the arcade machines back. <laughs> it was. But yeah, but overall, like, yeah, it just wasn't, it just felt completely different in both a good and bad way. But the bad way is through the biggest companies were not there. And yeah, uh, Activision, if I am not mistaken. Yeah, and South Hall felt empty. It really yeah. did. Um, and overall, I think there are some people who are like, yeah, this year is E3. I even talked to, like, I, we talked to Amazing Lucas when we are at E3. Oh my god, you actually met Amazing Lucas? Oh yeah, we did. Like, I, I, and I said this on Discord and I said it again. There are things that Amazing Lucas says that I don't personally agree with, but his the rest of the time, like, his content is spot- Like, I love Amazing Lucas. Like, honestly, yeah. I, I subscribe to him. Like, if I watch his videos and stuff like that, I think he, he's a great content creator. There are just some, there are just some things that he talks about where I'm like, I, I, I don't agree with it. Like, I don't, there's, but honestly, I respect the hell out of him. Because he tells it how, he tells it as it is. Yeah. He, he's not a big fan of the new Avengers game. I understand why. And I actually watched the, the gameplay for the Avengers game. I'm on the fence where I say it, it's not bad, but it can it really needs some improvement. Uh, I'm I'm the type of person that I actually don't mind the new looks to him, and I will also say that uh, watching the gameplay and watching the the demo like the cutscenes, it looks way better compared to the uh, cutscenes they showed uh, during the um Source press conference where. If you, if you look, look at Black Widow, Black Widow looks like she's from Marvel Ultimate Alliance 1. It looks like, like, they like PS3 graphics. If you watch the actual trailer, like the gameplay trailer, uh, at E3, like, like I did, it looks way better. Like, Black Widow looks no, almost nothing like the trailer they showed during E3. Oh my goodness! But other than that, everything else, like when it comes to the gameplay and stuff like that, it was decent, but it also can be better. <laughs> I, I was disappointed in Iron Man's, um, I was really disappointed in Iron Man's thing, because, like, the, the, it's, for what it feels like, and for what everyone looks like and how it plays, from what I've seen, it looks like they try to use, like, they, they wanted to have, like, a gameplay style that's kind of like, um, Dot hack and um, the Spider-Man game that I put on the PS4. Alrighty then. But again, I'll say this right now, I really do hope that they improve because there are some things that, that really irked me and I honestly had to come down from my Avengers high to finally admit that. So, that's the best one. Um, and obviously, like I said, like, there are some things that were completely, that were disorganized about the conference, but overall, is it as good as my first E3, which was last year? No. However, 
This is the best year that I've done networking with other people. Like, I've networked with so many YouTubers and so many Twitch streamers and Mixer streamers. Like, I went to a... I told you this book in our Discord. Me and GC went to a Twitter after party, after day one, where Twitter was throwing a party at the, at the Lucky Bowl, at the Lucky Strike Bowl on Kiko, which is right next to all the Staples Center. Yeah. All drinks were on the house because uh, Twitter paid for it. Like, the tab was free. Like, you didn't. Like, everything was free. Food was free. Everything was free. I met a lot of really cool people. I met some, and I met some, I met a couple of Twitch streams that were shooting, like, IRL streams while they were there. I met with, um, the guys from Yo Video Games. Like, I met with Pat, uh, not Pat. I met with Simmons, Max, Kenny, Steve. Uh, and Andrew, I saw them at E3. So it's like night two of PMC, basically. Yeah, yeah, I saw Andrew at uh, the Twitter party, and me and him were talking, because we, we were talking about uh, what we thought about the Final Fantasy uh, gameplay that we did, that they did, uh, and that we tried. We talked about the Avengers game, like, could it be good, could it be bad, we don't know. Uh, we talked about uh, how the Google Stadia, like, I'm, I'm on the fencing, even though I, there are a lot of issues I have about the Google Stadia, I cannot judge it until it comes out, and, um... And I told him his girlfriend don't watch Dark Phoenix, and I told him about how me and Jen did two double shots of tequila. We took a double shot of tequila before we saw X-Men Dark Phoenix, and it still didn't help. That movie was still a piece of trash. Too bad, like, I wasn't um, able to bring any, uh, White Walker with me. I, I, dude, I really wish she had came with us that Friday. I really needed some Johnny Ice Walker. I go for Or Jenny White Walker. Yeah, but anyway, but uh, like, and I met with Ace of all traits from Game of Illuminati. And he remembered me, we remembered each other, we were talking, and we even agreed, like, look, like, honestly, aside from, like, if your whole idea, if you spent $250 to go to E3 just to play AAA games and then check out anything else, there's a problem. Because there are plenty of things that the indie developers are making. Like, there are, there are indie games that I played that I'm like, dude, this is so much better than some stuff that I've seen. Like, yeah. There's a new game called, um, Play, Play Dunk or something like that, Playground Dunk, and, um, it looks really fun, it's a fighting game mixed with basketball, and oh my it's God. really fun, it's really, really cool, dude. Uh, Sounds like this one game from, uh, I think it was Korea. Where like where there was like uh, this basketball game to the death or something like like imagine like imagine uh, Shaolin soccer except except it's basketball and it's not a comedy. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah. It, honestly, it's a little something like that. Just like how you say, it's a little something like that. Again, if you're trying to go and play um, all triple A games, and you're gonna have a you're gonna have a bad time doing that. Like, there should be no reason for you just to play those. Uh, you may, you may as well just like wait till they come out and save yourself some money. Project Dunk, that's what the name of the game is called. Project Dunk was really cool. Super Bucky Ball, which is, which is a game made in China, um, which kind of plays like Overwatch, not Overwatch, which kind of plays like Rocket League just a little bit, but it has like a different mechanic to it, and you're actually controlling the ball. That game was actually very, very fun. Um, there's another game that's coming out where it's like you're a mom, and you're, it's pretty much an escort mission. You and your kid, and you just got bit by a zombie. You and your kid, Trying to go through these different towns and try to make an a vaccine so that way you can cure yourself from the zombie uh, virus and stuff. Right. That game looks really fun. Like, that's the type of game that I call shame where I'm just yelling at this kid the entire time. Like, I'm hungry. I don't give a damn kid. Like, it was really quit, fun. Uh, quit messing with my discount. <laughs> Yeah, pretty much. Uh, there's another game that they, uh, there's a fighting game that actually won for, like, best E3, uh, best E3, uh, it was nominated by IGN as the best fighting game that was shown at E3. I think it was called Dark Blue Fantasy, I think that's the name of the game. Um, that game looks really, really good, and being made by the guys over at Arc Systems, who made, like, you know, Guilty Gear, and made, um, you know, Dragon Ball Fighter Z. it looks really, really good, I feel like it. Like, I was very impressed on what I got the chance, on the stuff I got to see when I played the game. And then, I, uh, and then to a band I agree with, like, I didn't care about Dragon Ball Kakarot, but there's a new game called uh, Man's Medan, which is being developed by the guys who made Until Dawn. Wait, 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 pause. There's a game called Go uh, Dragon Ball Kakarot? 
Yeah, Dragon Ball Z Kakarot, Project Z, that new action RPG game. Uh, sounds like, sounds like, sounds like they're trying to bring back, uh, what's it called, Dragon Ball, well, was it Dragon Ball, no, Legacy of Goku. Sounds like they're trying to bring back Legacy of Goku. It low-key, it low-key does sound like it's, they're trying to bring back Legacy of Goku. Oh my god, yeah, Legacy of Goku that. is so bad. But yeah, like, uh. Man of Man of Man looks really good, um, and it comes out uh, later this year. I think I believe it comes out in August, if I if I remember correctly. But yeah, overall, it's like networking this year was really good, and like I said, and I met Kenny Omega and Xavier Woods, and oh my god, Kenny Omega is really cool. He's a really nice guy. guy. I told him like I'm a big fan of yours. Like I love your. I know, I know I loved your run in Japan. I, your match with Jericho was actually really, really good. Uh, it was actually one of the best matches I've seen between you and Jericho, like with Jericho and this man pushing 50. And I just want to get a picture and shout out the podcast. So I'm really happy about that. And yeah, overall, like, like I said, I had a good time. Like, 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 I'm not going to be around. I had a good time at E3. I, I have high hopes, and maybe this is a, a learning. Uh, this is a, a pe- this is just a, you know a learning step <laughs> for uh, the people at E3 that they should just improve and stuff. Yeah, remember, it's an expo, not a convention. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's, that's, that's another thing. That's another thing. Honestly, if they were to if they were to tell us that next year it's just gonna be industry only and not the general public, I'd be okay with it because I said this before. Even was originally supposed to be for the industry as a whole, they were not supposed to be like the general public coming in, and then when they opened the doors back in what, uh, 2015-2016, that's when everything started to change. If they were to, if they were to Exactly. If they were to announce that they're going to go back and just have it industry-based, I'd be okay with it. Yeah. But that's just me. But, uh, overall, I think I'm done. Um, everyone left it. I think it's time for us to leave. So, yeah, guys, so thank you very much. This is episode 75 of the podcast, of the Struggle Game Podcast. Uh, Bogan Kondo, you got the floor. What's your closing statement? Go ahead. Closing statement. I'm, I'm excited to see some stuff showing up uh, for Nintendo. I hope some stuff that are that have not been announced for Nintendo end up in Nintendo. And uh, as, and as for like the people like complaining about uh, Tifa's boobs, one side sports bras, other side acceptance starts with yourself. <laughs> wow. Take it from a guy who lost 50 pounds last year. And my closing comment is, like I said, E3 was okay this year. It wasn't as good as last year. It was good because that was my first time last year. Uh, but I met a lot of really cool people, and hopefully we, we continue to stay in contact with each other. And, uh, yeah. Um, also, with that in mind, I apologize for any audio issues that the recording might have on the second half of this podcast. Due to me being like super novice, like when it comes to Streamlabs OBS. Not all good, dude. But until the end, but y'all, if y'all don't know now, you know, you can email us at uh, strugglegamebookings at gmail.com. That's strugglegamebookings at gmail.com. For your questions, comments, services, advice, and business inquiries, so business with you indie folks out there, you want to find us on Facebook, Twitter, type of struggle game. Bam, struggle game is all. <laughs> You can also find us on our YouTube page, Scruggle Gaming. You can find us on our Instagram, which we're going to be um, making very soon. And you can find us on our homepage, soundcloud.com slash Gaming. That's soundcloud.com slash Gaming. For all previous episodes of the Scruggle Gaming podcast, Scruggle Watch, Scruggle Tenant Presents, and Scruggle Club Retrospective Reviews. And we will be reviewing, we're starting hopefully next week, we will be doing a retrospective review of the Spider-Man movies, starting with the same movie movies. Finally. Yes, I can't, I can't wait for that one. Now you're gonna hold in once you want to find critique time. Find your boy Breakfast Fox, Twitter, Instagram, D Breakfast underscore Fox. Find my YouTube page, Breakfast underscore Fox. And find all this game content at twitch.tv slash Breakfast underscore Fox. And find my hold the data, stop time, reaching Flex and Keith Tower Star. We're gonna go to the H. Career, California. Broken Work, can I find you? You can find me on uh, Twitch at twitch.tv slash Broken Couple You can find me on Instagram at chrono underscore justice underscore cosplay. And this has been episode. 75 i bid you all adieu after we do the last bit of our housekeeping 
You're trying to take my job. Okay. I'm not trying to take your job. <laughs> oh, no. This is so fine. Thank you guys very much. As always, peace out, bless up, and keep on things one out of the And we have to now bid you all adieu. So, love you. And good night. Bang. Deuces. <laughs>